You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The San Diego Padres season is finally over, but there's a lot to look forward to in 2017 uh, when you look back at 2016 and realize the kind of progress that the Padres made. So let's talk to A.J. Casavell about all of that. I'm Allison Sutter. A.J., um, you know, I, I mean, it, it would be kind of unfair, I think, to maybe look at the overall record and where they ended up in the division and say, like, to just you know, stamp it with some label of, oh, it was a terrible season. Um, there was a lot of progress that was made. And if you had to look at one section of this, you know, either starting pitching or offense or bullpen, one section that, um, I don't know, made some pretty significant progress throughout the season, what would you pinpoint? Uh, I think the offense, maybe the numbers don't show it, but just the fact that they got so much younger. I, I, I don't know if they'll find a clubhouse in the major leagues that had more turnover from day one of the season to day 162 than the Padres. So their offensive numbers, their on-base percentage is, is terrible. It needs to get better for next season. But they've got the right guys in place, and all of them who have shown kind of uh, – they've shown flashes of what they can do. Whereas at the beginning of the season, uh, the beginning of the season you're playing with guys like Kemp and Upton and who, who probably aren't going to be a part of this team when they kind of put it all when – when at least they view that they have the chance to put it all together. Now – I think the Matt Kemp trade may have been like the turning point of the season. It opened it, the whole the whole outfield kind of speed up. It spent a good portion of the second half playing with an all rookie outfield, and guys like Travis Jankowski stepped up. He, he's kind of proven himself as a as a very good leadoff man and a uh, an elite defender. Uh, Hunter Renfro they kind of view as the right fielder of the future potentially. Matt Kemp's uh, departure kind of clears the way for him. Um, so it's just. I'll say the outfield as one uh, is the most interesting topic going into the offseason just because they played five rookies there this season. They're going to have five rookies come, or five second-year players coming back next season who have a chance to lay claim to a starting spot. Obviously, Will Myers uh, in the infield uh, made the biggest leap of any Padre player uh, from last season to this season. He was, he was banged up pretty much all year last year. And uh, for him to come back and kind of cement himself as a perennial all- all-star, the offense looks a lot more optimistic going into 2017 than the pitching staff does. The pitching staff are going to need to make a few more tweaks before they before they even have a, a full staff, I'd say. Yeah, so the rotation still has uh, a-, a ways to go. That's probably yeah. That's I'm, I'm looking at the depth chart right now. Um, in addition to guys that were just not very healthy, but then there's a lot of inconsistencies there, especially toward the bottom. So is this something that they have to, I mean, just totally revamp? I mean, how many arms do you think they need to add to the rotation to have a well, legitimate shot? It's, it's such a tough question because we don't know who, <laughs> we don't know the health status of, of Tyson Ross and Colin Ray, both of whom. I mean, if Tyson Ross comes back, that's instant, I mean, that's an instant upgrade in the rotation because he has ace caliber stuff. But going into the next season, if, if you assume Ross is healthy, Colin Ray is, kind of too big a question mark to set to assume he's healthy at he a partial UCL tear. Uh, and we, we know what that usually means. That usually leads to surgery. He's trying to rehab with, platelet, with a platelet-rich plasma injection. So that, that's maybe too big, big of an assumption, but 
Anyway, going into the next season, I think you have Tyson Ross, you have Luis Perdomo as locks. Uh, after that, it's just wide open. And I think you need to sign at least maybe two arms who are just, just capable of eating innings. They have guys like Edwin Jackson and Clayton Richard kind of come in late this year and, and really help them with that. Um, but they need, they, they need at least one or two more uh, pitchers, especially given the fact that the pitching depth in the minor leagues is not it, – it, it's – it's all at the double-A or below level. None of them are going to be competing for a spot next season. So they're going to need to sign a couple guys. They're maybe going to need a, a, a Christian Friedrich who showed who, – whose the whole season was kind of a roller coaster here. They're going to need him to kind of come back with a, with, with a little bit more consistency. Um, but it's really just up in the air. If you, if you assume Ross won Perdomo two, after that, it's just wide open for those final three spots. I'm sure we'll see. I'm sure we'll see something like we saw this year, where nine or ten guys have a shot at it. Oh, wow! So they are a couple of years away from possibly being a uh, legitimate contender. Uh, looking at the bullpen, which is one of those things where when you have a team that's got sort of low expectations and and not really expected to do a whole lot as far as contending, bullpen. It's hard to really add a lot to the bullpen um, and to you know allocate dollars there when there's other areas that sort of need to be developed first. Um, where does the bullpen stand in this whole thing? So I think they're actually in pretty good shape when you, when you factor that in. When you factor, I mean, when you're rebuilding, when you're building a team, you, you really can't spend a ton of money on a closer or anything like that. And so in, right. in that sense, in, seventh, in the seventh and eighth inning this season, the Padres had Brad Hand and Ryan Booker, who were two of the bigger surprises on the team. Um, they're both they're both solid options for setup men. I think the Padres had one of the best setup duos. I think they really like the stuff they have in Brandon Maurer um, as as the closer. The problem with the Padres bullpen right now is just the depth. They have three guys that they really feel like they can rely on. That's not enough in the major leagues. So I think you'll see an overhaul there. You'll you might see a couple of younger guys uh, maybe step into more prominent roles. But uh, I, I expect to see them sign some relatively cheap. Uh, bullpen options just to back up the, the three guys at the back end of the bullpen. Okay. Good stuff, AJ. Appreciate your time and all of your hard work this season. Talk to you uh, down the road. All right. Thanks for having me on. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.